that kind of hurts. That's so. right. <laughs> I've just been gallivanting. I know. I've just come off my gallivant. <laughs> Welcome to Leadership Decanted, our cheeky half edition, where we dare to share unfinished thoughts and ideas around some potentially thorny leadership questions. And even though KG and I can't always be in the same room, we still do this over a glass of our favourite beverage. Hey KG, hey. good to see you again. Paul, how's it going? It has been a while now, but I'm glad we're back together. It has been a while and a little uh, a little apologies to our listeners. We are a few days late with this cheeky half, yeah. but you've been off gallivanting, I've been off gallivanting, there's been some gallivanting done there and now we're back. Been, I, I like gallivanting actually, I was trying to figure out how I can gallivant uh, as a full-time uh, job, yeah. but um, right now I'm yeah, back to, into the yeah, day-to-day to gallivant grind. or not to gallivant, <laughs> that is the question. Yes, yes. And <laughs> today we have some good stuff because you hit me up earlier in the week about something that you came across and I thought, wow, that's fascinating. Can you tell our audience about sure, it? Sure, sure. Look, just recently I came across something that it might be very old hat to many people. It's called the Australian Leadership Index. It's a research project over time. It's a, I guess it's a longitudinal research project that seeks to measure the perception of leadership amongst the Australian public, of Australian institutions, so to speak. And it's the largest ever study of leadership done in Australia. And the index covers quite a broad cohort, if you like. And at the moment, the last I read, which was their July, September 2022 results, they have almost 4,000 respondents and data points to this index. And it covers leadership more broadly at a very high level. But it also breaks it down into sectors and institutions, which we, you know, we can find, I find really fascinating. So, for example, the sectors include government, public, private, and not-for-profit sectors. Yeah, which is really cool because, you know, we quite often have things or instruments that we do to know how well we're leading as people. But this is one about organizations, and I've just never seen it done in such a systematic way with this many data points. So I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it's fantastic in that it's not only systematic, but it's so comprehensive and deep, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, So they have a methodology, and clearly they have a long and deep reach. And then when you look at the institutions under those sectors, you've got everything from federal government, to state government, local government. Then you have higher education institutions, public health institutions, law enforcement, aged care, emergency services, banking and finance, insurance, mining, supermarket, telcos, media, utility. It covers such a broad range of institutions. And remembering, this is all about people's perception of leadership. It provides a ranking. If you're interested in understanding who, you know, who does the Australian public trust most? Yes, who is that? And (laughs) who does the Australian public trust less? Now, this is not a trust index. It's a leadership index. So, I guess the perception is who is leading well? Yes. What industries are leading well in the Australian public sphere? And Leadership itself is measured by combining three other indexes or three other metrics, and they are integrity, contribution, and competence. Integrity is about 
and I'm just quoting from their website here, refers to judgment made about an institution's transparency, accountability, trustworthiness, and several other factors. Now, some of those other factors include honesty, dependability, accountability, fairness, care for community, trustworthiness. So it's quite a comprehensive uh, list of factors that go up to make up integrity. Then there's the second index, which is contribution. And that refers to judgments made about an institution's contribution to financial outcomes, societal welfare, environment, and several other factors. Yeah, how much of are they giving back? Include education, technological in- innovation, environmental sustainability, cultural inclusion, and things like that. Once again, quite a comprehensive index. And the last one is competence. And that refers to judgments made about an institution's contribution to purpose, skill, efficiency, value creation, and several other factors. And they include (laughs) things like reliable decision-making, citizenship engagement, governance, stakeholder satisfaction, uh, responsiveness, and so forth. So all these three indexes, which are in in and of themselves quite comprehensive and uh, quite data-driven, then are rolled up, if you like, to create that leadership index. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a really interesting uh, way of looking at leadership. Like you said, it's a really interesting way of measuring or getting a, a bit of a pulse on what is leadership doing or how is leadership being experienced by the broader Australian population. And it just gives us some pause for reflection, particularly if we perhaps are inhabiting some of those industries ourselves, what is our responsibility in increasing the score of these indexes yeah, yeah. as a way into that reflection? Yeah, and I think it's it's funny because when you look at this, and, and I know for those who are listening, it, it's hard to imagine, but you have these things that contribute to leadership, which, you know, leadership in itself is such a broad term, and we know that. But when we talk about leadership amongst organizations, what does that really mean? Yeah. And I think that's why the way that this index is laid out is really cool, because it gives us, you know, a sense that that trust thing is part of leadership when it comes to organization, how much they contribute to society or the greater good or everything else is another part of leadership as an, as an organization. And then what do they do? Well, their competency, you know, th- that is also a way we look at uh, leadership in terms of an organization. But the thing that stands out, if you look at this list, and some of you will look this up, I'm sure, if you look at the thing where leadership is high, the score is really high, emergency services. And that makes perfect sense, right? Because we trust emergency services. We consider their contribution to be high, you know, with regard to how they give back and then their competency. So I think that it that makes perfect sense. But then you look at other things like the government or <laughs> and, and and they're right in the Which one, federal, <laughs> federal, federal government. It, let's look at federal. Look at okay. And it, it, it kind of slides it, its way up just past the middle, which is or maybe below the middle, if I'm looking at the whole list. Slightly below. Slightly below yeah. the middle, and which is probably higher than I would have thought for our way to look at leadership across the government. But as you pointed out when you sent me this information, it's gone up recently. That's so, right. So the last three months, this, this last snapshot, for example, is July, September 2022. If we were to look at the previous snapshot, which was April to June 2022, a federal government 
was a third from the bottom. Yeah, and that, that's kind of where I would expect yeah. it to, uh, you know, just given the cynicism and things that we hear across the, you know, the news agencies and so forth, I, that's where I kind of expected it to and sit. And because we're not a political podcast, we're not going to make any extrapolations no. from this at all. No. But simply to point everybody to this index, like I said, has some really interesting data. Um, the Australian Leadership Index not only provides us the data, but also provides some good insight. It does provide a number of articles. We will leave the URL in the show notes for this little episode. But I thought it would be good just to highlight this in case people haven't come across it. Just another way of having this public conversation about leadership with some real current data. I think it's very exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. And I'm, I'm looking through this and I see some of the other industries and institutional mm. uh, types that are here and the ones that score high, you kind of get, but some of the ones that score low, like technology, I think, oh, I'm in that sector. That that kind of hurts. That's right. right. Exactly. Well, yeah, we have a, a recent, for those not in the know, we have a recent data breach for one of our big telcos that has been dominating the news for the last two or three weeks. And that certainly plays into this notion of, are these institutions leading well in the areas for which they are responsible? Yeah. yeah. And question for you, Paul, if a person within the organization performs poorly, does that bring the organization's <clears throat> leadership down in your view? Because, I mean, obviously what they've done here with this index is they've really tried to take away some of the ambiguity and they've said, okay, these are the factors, don't look at the people particular. But what do you think? This, do we have a way that you would look at leadership for organizations prior to this, or do you think they've captured it well? Yeah, it, it is an, almost an ineffable question around what is leadership. There are so many, and this is why we have such a, a flourishing leadership industry out there. <laughs> Everyone's trying to define leadership and, and find ways of improving it, yeah. whether or not the definitions uh, are actually productive or reflect reality isn't always front of mind. Yeah. But um, I think what this index does for me, it, it does tend to center or, yeah, center or ground the, the, the work or ground the conversation a little bit by having very comprehensive and deep indexes that contribute to the larger leadership index. Yeah. So you know, within integrity, within contribution, within competence, live a whole bunch of other questions, a whole bunch of other data that I think, sure, not you're not going to capture it all, but it gives us a good feel for at least institutionally, what do people believe good leadership looks like? Yeah. Now to the question of, you know, what do individuals contribute to that very thing? I think that's a good conversation for another day. <laughs> yes, because it's deep. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not into it right now. I've just been gallivanting. I know. I've just come off my gallivant. <laughs> we, I'm not ready. We want to keep it light and simple. I agree. Yes, I agree. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. And, and I think that, yeah, the harder part is trying to associate it with individuals and our responsibility to the organizations. But uh, again, hats off to the Australian Leadership Index by Swinburne University. Swinburne, Swinburne University of Technology. Yeah, yeah, because uh, this, is, this is really cool. And it's given us at least some food for thought, especially around what makes up leadership as uh, organizations. 
So good I'm stuff. keen to hear what people think. If you get a chance to go into the uh, website, poke around, read some of the articles, let us know what you think. Yeah, give us your feedback. See if you see the same value that we have discovered or if you think, not nah, rubbish, let us know that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well, let's see if we can do a bit more gallivanting between now and our next big episode. Sounds good, man. It's great to <laughs> chat to with soon. you. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. That is our Cheeky Half episode. Please let us know what you think, whether you'd like us to expand on any of these topics in our main episodes or any other comment you might have. You can reach us on askus at leadershipdecanted.com. That's A-S-K-U-S at leadershipdecanted.com. You can also leave your comments for each of our episodes on our website at leadershipdecanted.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>